Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Greg Debbie with us, 888-900-3393. Of course, it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, wow, we've got a lot of stuff to get into today. As I guess that's the case pretty much every day. Yep. And we never can get to all of it, but we're going to do our best. Uh, it's just blood will shoot from your eyes today and not because of Ebola. It'll be, be, it'll be from the aggravation. But of, that's on its way. <laughs> and might already be here. Might be here, In man. fact, we don't, we don't quite know yet because it takes 21 days mm-hmm. in some cases for Ebola to incubate. So uh, we've got to wait on the Congolian people, the Congolese, uh, to see if they have it or not. They may. They very well may. Uh, but we took it. We rolled the dice. Ah, probably not. Who knows? Let's just see. It'll be exciting. <laughs> That's not the word uh, I'm going with, but uh, I see your point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's not dull to think, well, yeah, we might have a massive Ebola outbreak. And at least we didn't country. have to go there. They mm. conveniently just brought it to us. That's the thing. It's so great. Because they're all about sharing. How convenient is that? Mm-hmm. By the way, breaking news, a U.S. Navy drone was shot down by an Iranian missile over the Straits of Hormuz. Oh, good. Earlier today, um, so there's some heightened, even even more heightened tensions in the region after last week's attacks on two oil tankers. And now this, commander for Iran's Revolutionary Guard said, the shooting sends a clear message to the U.S. <clears throat> he said, while Iran has no intention of war with anyone, it's ready for war. Yeah, I don't think you are, really. You don't want none of this. I don't want to give it to you either, but you don't want none of it. U.S. Navy's MQ-4C drone, which has the same wingspan as a Boeing 737. Wow. Wow. It was over international airspace. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. About 17 miles from, from Iran. Wow, they had no business doing that. So, I mean, that deserves a response, right? we got to do something about it. Oh, boy. Why would they try to provoke an attack like that? Why? 888 Also, just to get your mind off everything, think about this. Sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of passengers who share your love for this country and your thirst for history, love great Italian food, nightlife, relaxing by the pool. Um, you can join Glenn doing that. And Bill O'Reilly and Stu, David Barton, Rabbi Lappin, all on a 14-day adventure next spring, sailing the eastern Mediterranean, visiting uh, Venice, Italy, Croatia, Jerusalem, Athens. I mean, what a what a phenomenal trip this will be. I mean, you'll be you'll be going to Venice, the birthplace of commerce. You'll tour Greece, where the a republic originated. You can walk where Jesus walked in Jerusalem. Bring your kids and share this incredible experience or your grandkids, mm-hmm. the neighbor kids. Uh, but do it soon because, seriously, the boat is filling up fast. Uh, and there's a limited number. I think 3,000 is the number we can take. So visit comesailaway.com today and learn all the details. Check out the different packages and find one you can afford and join us. Everything's included, by the way, when you when you do buy into it. Everything's included, including tips, which is great. 
great. I love that part. Mm-hmm. Go to ComeSailAway.com <laughs> and check out all the details. ComeSailAway.com. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Yeah, you can save your money for uh, the extra taxes we're going to pay on a wealth tax uh, <laughs> and on reparations. Because <clears throat> they're... <laughs> I can't believe reparations is rearing its ugly head again. It's here we go again, and it's made it all the way to a hearing in Congress. Yeah, yes. You know it's serious when they have the bill, and uh, they're they're having a hearing on it, and they're insisting that reparations are necessary, and we need to pay them. Uh, it was wonderful listening to Sheila Jackson Lee yesterday. Uh, she's just terrific, as always. Here's what she had to say. Slavery is the original sin. Slavery has never received an apology. Mm-hmm. This commission... I'm sorry. A, slavery is not the original sin. That is uh, Adam's transgression with the fruit. Okay? So, uh, Adam and Eve, that was original sin. And like original sin, to me at least, I'm not responsible for that. I believe that's an, e- that's an eternal principle, that I'm not held accountable for Adam's transgression. Neither am I accountable for the people who instituted and carried out slavery. Uh, that, it's, that's madness. Plus, slavery's never received an apology. Nobody's apologized to slavery. That's probably true. But I think that these slave traders and the countries that have... Uh, that have participated in that evil have, in fact, apologized for it. Really, there's no apology ever been... I think the death of 800,000 Americans was was one apology and a pretty big and powerful one. Uh, and we've apologized ever since. What do you mean there's no apology for it? And okay. will be comprised of members selected by the President of the United States, mm-hmm. the Speaker of the House, the Leader... And, of course, those who've been entrenched in this process. Mm-hmm. I spoke to John Conyers yesterday. Did you? I'm Good. honored Good for you. to have been given the opportunity to lead this bill. John Conyers mm. said to move on and to lead on. Wow, that's powerful. Move on and to lead on. Is, did he really say that? Wow. She write that down? Did Is that you, an accurate quote? I think she must, have, she must have been weeping through the tears. It would have been hard to write that down because it was so powerful. Move on and lead on. Lead on. Wow. Wow. Is that the right order? I mean, did she... I assume I'm taking her word for it. And you, I mean, that's something so big you wouldn't want to mess it up. You don't want to... You want to get that right. Right. Don't be vague here. John Conyers also said, read the bill. I get a kick out of these people who say, read the bill. If you remember correctly. And (laughs) and we did write that down a few times. (laughs) And for us Mm -hmm. to take this forward. Thank you, Congressman John Conyers. Yeah, thank you. For all that you have done. For all. That you have so done. let me uh, share with you mm-hmm. just a uh, sense of what we face. Okay. Let me first of all say mm. the number of Africans who died in the Middle Passage, mm-hmm. over 2 million. Number of enslaved who died during slavery, first, second, and third generation, mm-hmm. over 2.5 million. Uh, okay. The transatlantic slave trade was the largest movement of people in history. Between 10 and 15 million Africans right. were forcibly transported across the Atlantic 
between 1500 and 1900. Okay. At least two. Seems like those dates have gone by, right? 15 between 1500 and 1900. Hmm. Trying to think. Okay, so at the earliest, you're talking about uh, 119 years ago. Um. So this is past past tense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Okay. A million Africans, 10 to 15 percent died mm. in the infamous mental passage, as I said, and another 15 you to 30 percent died during the march to or confinement along the coast. Altogether, for coast. every hundred slaves who reached the New World, another 40 died in Africa or doing mm. the middle passage. Okay, we all agree. It was awful. Terrible. That was an evil that was perpetrated on, uh, on these people. And uh, we don't do it anymore. That's, wh- that's why we haven't done it in 160 years. So Reparations um, mm-hmm. and the idea of this commission should be welcomed by all Americans. <laughs> For we are not uh, asking okay. one American <laughs> to give one payment. No. What, what are you asking? You're asking all Americans to continually give, what, unending payments? <laughs> what is that? What does this mean? You're not asking one person. You're asking all of us to give who weren't responsible for it. How does that help? What we're saying is it's the only way Uh that slavery ended was a governmental action of the 13th Amendment. Governmental action. Right. So, well, it it was instituted by government, so that kind of makes sense. Reconstruction failed after Mm -hmm. 12 years because it was imploded by governmental people. Hmm. And after Reconstruction, a reign of terror that had never been seen. The hanging fruit, the lynching, the oppression of voting, the tearing away of land. Wait, the hanging fruit? Uh, I'm not familiar with the hanging fruit problem. What was that? Is she making a reference to lynching? Well, no, because she cited them separately. The hanging fruit, the lynching. Wait, what? Uh, Okay. And the amazing concept of the continuing de jure and de facto impact of slavery today. Yeah, the, one the million African Americans are incarcerated. That, and what what that, what does that have to do with slavery? One million African Americans are inca- incarcerated, and wow, your point. <laughs> what is her point? I don't know. I don't know. Is it because of slavery that they're incarcerated today, 160 years later? Stop it! <clears throat> what are you talking about? None of this is even making sense. All right. A million African-Americans are incarcerated today. And how does that tie in to slavery? Are you saying it's it's because their ancestors were slaves that they're incarcerated now? Maybe she's accidentally reading an excerpt from her prison reform floor speech. Wow. I don't know. Weird. It is a continuing impact. Mm. The black employment rate is 6.6%. And that's because of slavery. Of said, currently, more uh-huh. than double the national unemployment rate. 31% of... Wait, what is the national unemployment rate? <clears throat> because I think it's... Uh, it's... 3.8%. 3.8. That is not more than double. So 6.6 is not more than double. Uh, 3.8. Nice try. Black children uh-huh. live in poverty compared wow. to 11% of white children. The natural average is 18%, mm-hmm. which suggests that the percentage of black children living in poverty is more than 150%. Even in... It's more than 150% of black children? 
what? She is just but stupid. I, None of this makes any sense. Used to be my congressional representative. Boy, those are I know. Days. Oh, man. I, of the <clears throat> glorious overcoming <clears throat> of the talent <clears throat> that is part of our community. Wow, she's blaming all of these things in the black community on slavery. That's just despicable. It's despicable. If you want to really talk about problems in the community, how about 75% of black families have no father who is present? That contributes to all of those statistics. I'll tell you that. A lot a lot more than slavery contributes. If you want to if you really want to bring these up and talk about solutions, let's really talk about what's causing it. Wow. As long as they continue to blame slavery for every ill, they're going to continue to have those ills. Yeah, and it's it's going to continue to get worse. That is pathetic. She is so, I mean, we know she's terrible. <laughs> but that was just incoherent. Wow. Uh, 888-933-93. Let me tell you about uh, another huge data breach. <clears throat> One of the largest real estate title companies suffered a breach of nearly 900 million homeowners' files. <clears throat> it's because of slavery, I think. Uh, that's that's one of the causes of Is this. that what did yeah. that? Yeah, I wow. think so. But uh, <laughs> your home's title, mortgage, bank loans, personal info, they all might be in the hands of identity thieves now. They forge your home's title so it looks like you sold it to them. Then they get the a loan from an online lender using your equity and you get stuck with the payments. Now, the first 30 days after a breach are really crucial. So they're giving you 30 days of protection for free. Home Title Lock. They put a virtual barrier around your home's online title to keep thieves away. No obligation, just great service. Register your address right now to verify that you're not already a victim and get 30 days of free protection. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. And welcome to it. Speaking of uh, slavery, here's one of the things that you can do to, to help solve the problems if, if uh, these are problems that are lingering. Come join us for the special exhibit, uh, exhibition 12 score and three years ago, The Unfinished Promise of Unity. This is a way we can understand our past and then better prepare for our future. Make sure this kind of thing never happens again. One of the many artifacts that will be on display at this exhibit and brought to life by augmented reality is an 1800s prairie schooner. Really cool. Oh, that, that's awesome. Yeah, that's in the hallway right now. Okay, so that's <clears> verified <throat> that's that that's one. from the 1800s. Yeah, I okay. was wondering too. Mm-hmm. And now we know. Wow, so Jeffy should stop climbing on it. Yes, he's he risking yes, its he existence. Should. This is similar to uh, the wagon used by the Underground Railroad to free slaves. Uh, we have special tours available at David Barton and uh, Glenn. There will also be a tour by our own Jeffy and Stu. Uh, there's a few spots left, so be sure to get your tickets today before they sell out. For general admission and guided tours, June 29th through July 7th, 
right here at our Mercury Studios. Go to mercuryone.org. Also, come spend the 4th of July in fireworks with Mercury One and Wall Builders after you've attended the museum. Cool. That's really cool. Go to mercuryone.org, or you can call 972-499-4747 for more information. Uh, Come and see this incredible uh, display and become a modern-day abolitionist. 888-900-3393. Meanwhile, uh, the Democrats continue to uh, go after each other because... (laughs) That's what they do. And I, I love uh, it when uh, liberals eat their own. This is getting it's, fun. It's kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it is sort of fun. Now, Biden has brought up some things that people are all upset about. Um, do we have his initial comment? That's going to be a part of that uh, CNN report you've got the audio of. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. CNN was disgusted with him, with, with Joe Biden. Uh, listen to this. The Democratic frontrunner, Joe Biden, said something at a fundraiser last night that is, I'm going to call it insensitive. It's much worse than that. I don't know what to call it except stupid. Um, he said, I was in the caucus with James O. Eastland. He never called me boy. He always called me son. Mr. Biden then brought up a deceased Georgia mm. senator, a guy like Herman Talmadge, one of the meanest guys I ever knew. You go down the list of all these guys. Well, guess what? At least there was some civility. We got things done. Uh, those were two mm-hmm. <laughs> racist members of the United States Senate. Um, yeah. Why? Joe Biden is trying to make the argument that, uh, you know, people can uh, work with, with those that they disagree. But I'm told by uh, a couple advisors to the former vice president that he's been urged and asked and cautioned and warned mm-hmm. to not use these segregationist senators as examples. It adds to the... Um, um, already sort of a high burden he's trying to make to modernize himself, if you will, and then using the word boy. He normally doesn't use that word. He's, he's trying to say that, look, I wasn't given the respect as a senator. He was a white United States right. senator. He, uh, you know, the fact that James Eastland, a noted racist, called him a boy, uh, okay, he didn't that's call- insensitive. Yeah, that's- he said he didn't call him boy. What are you talking about? He called him uh, son. son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So weird. Uh, very that, strange discussion here. I mean, that means, I mean, you have to remember that you can get in real trouble oh, trying to go back sneezed. and, and uh, <laughs> nice. reference older senators. That's what lost Trent Lott, his Senate majority seat, when he tried to praise uh, uh, Strom no. Thurmond right. at the Capitol. So that was ridiculous. Joe Biden too. has to be really careful about his memories. Mm, if he wants to mm-hmm. bring this stuff up, it can cost him a lot. We'll see if he wants to clean <laughs> it up as he's mm. dealing with some blowback and mm. some yeah, we'll deserved see. blowback among it. The deserved. New York City Mayor, <laughs> a- one of the candidates for president. It's 2019. <sighs> And Joe Biden is longing for the good old days of civility, typified by James Eastland. Eastland thought my ra- multiracial family should be illegal, and that whites were entitled to. I'll let you read the rest of the tweet because I'm not going to say it on television, but oh, it's violent okay. acts against African Americans. Okay. So Bill De Blasio upset at him. Yes. Joe Biden. That's an unforced yes. error by Joe Biden, too. <clears throat> I mean. Yes, just, it is. It, it, this isn't something he needed to even talk about. No, but. The Biden's, uh, he is kind of stupid in that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, he does say ridiculous things like that and gets himself into a little bit of trouble. Now, normally they just blow it off as, ah, that's Joe being Joe. But because they want somebody more radical and extreme in office than Joe Biden, they're beating him over the head with this stuff now. Hey, where were you on the first clean, good-smelling 
attractive, <laughs> good well-spoken African American, articulate storybook. Yeah, that's just that. That's a storybook, man. That doesn't happen. First mainstream African American. <laughs> yeah. Uh, clean. What was it? Yeah, all that fun stuff. I mean, you got the you first, got the first sort of sort of mainstream African American. Yeah, right. Who is articulate and bright? Yeah. And, uh-huh. And clean, and clean, nice looking guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. That's it. I mean, that's a storybook, man. <laughs> like, you normally can't find a clean African American. <laughs> that's articulate. Be, be clear. Right. That's, that's both clean and articulate. And good looking. That just doesn't happen, man. That's, <laughs> that's horrific. How did he. How did he survive that? And become the vice president of the guy he was just talking about. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty amazing. And he, you know, it's not the only thing he's ever done either. He he does this kind of stuff because he's, well, he's, he's, Joe. he's, he's Joe. In Delaware, yeah. the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving okay. from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven mm-hmm. or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. <laughs> I'm not joking. No, he's, he's, he's not, not joking. joking. He's I'm really being racist here. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really stereotyping all people from India. I'm really he doing has that. Got a hang up uh, on race. Man. Yeah, he does. There's something there. He does. Uh, certainly more so than just about anybody else. They're pointing the finger of racism at. It's usually just nonsense, and that's why it, you know it dilutes. The real racism, the real racists, and the things you really want to denounce in society when you're denouncing everybody as a racist, when really there's usually no sign of that. Now, with Biden, you have some signs of that. Uh, Let's go to Larry in Oklahoma. Hey, Larry, you're on the blaze. Hey, good morning, Pat. I hope you're having a great day, man. Thank you. You too. Hey, um, I don't have a big chalkboard like uh, Glenn Beck does, but I've been connecting some dots I respect your opinion. I'd like to see if you can uh, at least sort of agree with a conclusion I've come up with. Uh, Dot number one is I believe Democrats are closer to taking this country to socialism than ever before in our nation's history. Yep. The second dot is they have to win in 2020 or a loss will set them back decades. Yeah. In the progress they've made mm-hmm. dot number three we're witnessing the train wreck beginning as of yesterday with joe biden and his ridiculous remarks and the congresswoman from texas and her reparations talk yeah they're going to lose democrat you know mainstream democrat voters not the far left but the mainstream they're not going to vote for that i hope you're right I hope you're right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Larry. I, I'm not positive anymore because there doesn't seem to be any room in the Democrat Party for anybody a moderate. Anybody who's reasonable, anybody who's mainstream, I, I don't... If you're all, all of those things, if you're mainstream, if you're reasonable, um, and you're not a socialist, you they've got no place for you in the Democrat Party anymore. Now, I hope Democrats... You know, in the middle of the country, I I hope they're not there. We'll see, I guess. We'll see, based on who wins this primary. 
uh, if the Democrat Party has been completely taken over by radicals or if it's just mostly the elected officials. But uh, it's been interesting to watch uh, everybody pile on to Joe Biden now. Uh, they are really pissed off at him. Yesterday, it was Cory Booker taking him on. Now, keep in mind, Cory Booker's running for president, too. So he's going to make more of this maybe than there even is. You know, the vice president said I should know better, and this <clears throat> is what I know. As a black man in America, I know the deeply harmful and hurtful uh, usage of the word boy and how it was used to dehumanize and degrade. Okay, they're completely misconstruing what Biden said about boy. He said he didn't, he, he wasn't called boy by that racist. Uh, but apparently he used that against African-Americans, which is bad. And I guess you shouldn't even bring it up. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't even mention uh, the word in that context at all. Um, I know that segregation is like the two people he were talking about through their laws and their language mm-hmm. uh, deeply wounded this nation and the present day manifestations of their work can still be seen in black and brown communities like the one I go home to. Like uh, I, I know that to. somebody running for president okay. of the United States, mm-hmm. somebody running to be the leader of our party right. should, know should know that using the word boy in the way he did oh. uh, can cause hurt and pain. And we need a presidential nominee and the leader of our party to be sensitive to that. And the last thing I know is, is Is. (laughs) I know that I was raised to speak truth to power and that (laughs) I will never apologize for doing that. And Vice President Biden Mm. shouldn't need this lesson. And at a time when we have from the highest offices in the land, uh, divisiveness, uh, racial hatred, uh, and bigotry being divisiveness. Um, he should have the sensitivity to know that Stop being this is a time I need to be an ally. I need to be a healer. I need to not engage in the usage of words yeah. that will harm folks. And so this folks. is deeply mm-hmm. disappointing. We waited for him to apologize. He didn't, didn't. Uh, until the next day. No, he, yeah. And whether I'm running for president or not, as many people mm-hmm. today have been on Juneteenth, mm-hmm. no less, no less. Uh, calling out for the vice president to, to acknowledge that his words were harmful and hurtful. Harmful and hurtful. So that means no apology from you. No. He said you should no. apologize. No. no. No, he's got nothing to apologize for. Can can I just ask Democrat voters out there, could you guys please find somebody that doesn't whisper when they're being sincere? <laughs> trying to sound sincere? When they're being pseudo-sincere? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, that's that's the only way they know to fake the sincerity, because they're not sincere. Mm-hmm. So they fake it by doing this whisper thing. And I just, I'm so hurt. And I'm I'm so reasonable about it right now that my voice is... Not shrill in any way. It's actually in a whisper mode. And that tells you What's it tell me? that I'm a reasonable human being. Okay. That's what that tells you. That tells you you should vote for me because I'm very, very calm. But wait a minute. Even under stress like this. But no, I don't think that's no, accurate that, because that accurate. I've seen you like that's scream accurate. at a Senate hearing and but that call was yourself a, Spartacus. That was a Spartacus moment because okay. I was... I was being, there's a time to be Spartacus, and there's a a time for As a black man in America, aren't you upset by what you're perceiving as this racism from Joe Biden? Yes, I am. So why aren't you yelling at us now? Because I'm showing you the other side of my Spartacus But now it seems disingenuous. Like earlier when we were getting you unfiltered, and you were a freak of nature out there on the Senate hearing committee. Did you mean disingenuous? Disingenuous. Is that what you meant? Wait a minute. Actually, now that I think it through, you were Mm -hmm. disingenuous in both. (laughs) Can you find a happy medium? Because I think you're disingenuous when you're screaming and when you're whispering, you freak Cory Booker. He's absolutely terrible. Which, you know, so 
you don't want to get too excited about because he's got no chance. He's not going to win. Wait, just do me a favor. Cory Booker is not going to win. Yeah, Corey, can you whisper, I am Spartacus, please? Let's combine the two. I am Spartacus. Does that help? Is that any better? better? Yeah, it's a little better. Yeah, maybe. Maybe a teeny bit. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's terrible. So whether he's yelling or whispering, he's terrible. (laughs) So is Joe Biden, for that matter. Um, And again, that's why it's it's fun to watch uh, these Democrats and liberals eat their own. Uh, 888-900-3393. Let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. If you've been frustrated in the past with finding a really good realtor, this is your solution. Um, These are agents who will return your phone calls. They have urgency. They've got real marketing plans. They have track records of success. They do it full-time. They're committed to their business, and they know your market. So, So they can help you decide on a price for your home where you're going to get the most out of it, plus it sells quickly. If you're relocating to a new area, you really want that to happen. The last thing you need is to have a mortgage at your old place while you're trying to build your life in a new city. That's not fun. Oh, Two payments at once. Been there, done that, and it sucks. So don't let that happen to you. And these realtors are all good. Uh, they're all fans of the show. So you're not going to hear, hey, you know who I love is that really sincere Cory Booker. Oh, he's so Man, sincere. that guy is so sincere. Yeah. Oh, I'm having a hard time deciding between him and Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, you won't hear that with these with these realtors. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. I was just thinking, uh, Jeffy has been th- through so much over the last couple of days. Hasn't been into work all week because he's working on his house. His house was uh, badly damaged during a storm on Sunday. And actually, he actually thinks a, a small tornado t- touched down on his house and tore off part of the roof, exposed the uh, rooms underneath, and they got all kinds of damage. Yeah, so. and there, there were tornadoes uh, right around that area, so I'm yeah. sure that was one of them. I think so, yeah. So he's been through so much. When he gets back, I we should pool our resources and send him on a nice little trip so he can get his mind off it. I I say we get some money together and we send him to uh, the Dominican Republic so that he can relax for a few days. Uh huh. Just enjoy himself. Yeah. You know. You know, maybe, maybe just enjoy. Go them. to Punta Cana. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, stay at that beautiful resort they have there. I, I understand it's very nice. The uh, the wet the bar uh, in the room uh-huh. uh, those are nice. They come with some really great selections of alcohol. Yeah, it would be terrific for him to just get away for a while. So we're going with the word terrific. Terrific, yeah, it would be terrific, wouldn't it? Okay. Even when he's been through this, that's how he's treated. <laughs> well, yeah, because I'm just you know I want him to relax. Uh-huh. That's, that's all. Okay. Well, you're a helper. <laughs> yeah, I'm a helper. How many people have been killed there now? Gosh. Is it nine or is it ten? I think we're at nine. I think we are at nine. We did have a group from Oklahoma, uh, Jimmy Buffett uh, fan club, went down there and 54 people got sick. Yeah, a bunch of parrot heads. Um, that may be different because a lot of those were salmonella, but still. Um, still. Bottom line is Dominican Republic, not the place I want to be. 
uh, one of the officials from the Dominican just spoke out and said it's hysteria trying to hurt their tourism. Yeah, that's that's what it is. <laughs> we just have it out for. Uh, we've got it out for the Dominican Republic for some reason. Yeah, we doctored the video that showed uh, one of our beloved sports heroes getting shot in the back. That was uh, yeah. Come on. Now they're saying that he wasn't the actual wasn't target. the target, right? Uh, first, they identity. say it's a love triangle. And he had just bought this woman in the Dominican uh, an $85,000 Lexus. And so some drug kingpin whose girlfriend she was had him shot in an assassination attempt. And now they're saying, no, no, he wasn't the target. Really? Oh, okay. well, okay. It's weird. Um, 888 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Anthony John 171 tweets, when Pat starts with blood will shoot from your eyes, I can't help but feel we'll not be having a repeat of yesterday's fantastically hilarious episode. <laughs> no, that, is, that is not the truth, because we can yeah. we can turn blood shooting from uh-huh. your eyes uh, into, entertainment? into entertainment. Quality entertainment. Yes, that's what we do here. Mm. <clears throat> we had plenty of... I, you know, blood shooting uh, stories yeah, yesterday. You do go back Plenty. and listen to that and you'll, you'll hear that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Coffee Lover M tweets, have you ever visited Africa or anywhere near the border within the last 18 months? <laughs> this kind of madness will be coming to a doctor's office soon. Uh-huh. Yes. Have you been to West Africa or have you been close to the border? Have you been within 300 miles of the U.S.-Mexico border? Or any of the 16 cities we sent them to all over the country? Have you visited Maine? You know what? Are you breathing currently? Mm, Yeah. Chances are you're infected. Tyler Morgan tweets, why would Iran provoke an attack so they can gaslight the rest of the world by making the U.S. look like the aggressor Mm. while claiming innocence? Oh, and also to bring back the Mahdi. They might want to do that. Right. They want to be doing that. The 12th Imam. Mm -hmm. Libertarian Ninja tweets, uh, so how many people can go on the 3,000 person cruise if Jeffy goes? Is it 18? (laughs) Yes. Uh, Jeffy's going to yes. be in the Dominican Republic. We'll be over in Europe. <laughs> uh, let's see. In terms of overall tweets, oh, this uh, is about oh. the about the per capita poop story we had yesterday. <laughs> yes. Iowa is the U.S. leader in per capita poop. <laughs> Looking for someone to rap about poop? Didn't Kanye do that? Oh yeah, you asked for that. That's right. <laughs> Come on, Pat. Yeah, I, I guess I almost forgot about this. Poopy do scoop. Scoop dee dee whoop, whoop dee scoop dee poop, poop dee scoop dee scoop dee whoop, brilliant. Whoopie dee scoop whoop poop, right? Poop dee whoop scoop, poop, poop, scoop dee dee whoop, wow. Whoop dee dee scoop, whoop dee dee scoop poop. See, I like this part. See, I can do this. I just need different lyrics from Kanye. He ruins it. That's powerful, right there. That's po- and he'll be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. Him and his Casio. Yeah, jeez. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Now, uh, were there more tweets between? No, so what we had we the this we had the direct messages right yesterday. Uh-huh. If you want to show the OJ, yeah. the direct, uh, direct messages, messages between right? Killer mm-hmm. OJ Simpson that uh, account, which is a parody, uh-huh. and OJ going after him. Yep. And so, you know, we had where OJ uh, put the little knife emoji, said he was going to cut him next. Yes. Um, and then some people uh, responded to that, uh, tweeted back about That's that. Great. And 
Uh, one was Ryan who said, OJ forgot to add God bless after threatening to find someone and cut them on Twitter. <laughs> That's what he did. See, in that video, he said, you know, yeah, God, uh, bless. God bless. You know, I'm going to get I my got, revenge. God bless. Yes. <laughs> also for Mamie, what's her face? Maybe OJ is still in the if I did it mindset. Oh. And that tweet is yeah. what he would say if, if he were a murderous maniac. There it is. See, there it's just go. role playing. I can't get over the fact that he's this brazen about it. Uh, and I know he's probably not excited about a, an account named Killer OJ Simpson, but <laughs> you can't be doing this when everybody believes that you killed your ex wife and her friend uh, and you got away with it virtually scot free, even though a civil trial found you liable, and you owe the family $32 million and haven't paid any of it. You shouldn't be conducting yourself like this. <sighs> Seen that video just posted about me. You think I'm playing? Tired of all your BS. I'll find your ass and cut you. <laughs> you don't You don't say that <laughs> after you've almost cut your ex-wife's head off. My goodness. Don't believe me? Just watch and see, biatch. Wow, that is... You next. That's crazy. And, you know, he literally might be. There's something wrong with O.J. Simpson, I think. Uh, We knew that starting at about 1994, and it's even more true today. Wow. I mean, you would think you would keep a really low profile, right? After you just got out of jail, and you were kind of given a a makeup uh, sentence because you went into a, a room and tried to steal back your paraphernalia. And in the process, you had a gun. Okay, but nobody was hurt. Nobody was shot. Mm -hmm. Nothing really happened. Now, usually you would think six months to a year in jail for something like that. He served nine years. So after you get out, wouldn't you you think you'd be pretty low profile and not making threats on Twitter? Silly. You would think that. Maybe he wants to get back into jail. But, yeah, know. and just like you started this whole mm-hmm. segment was, something's wrong with OJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. True. Yeah, something's definitely wrong with him. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, this is an amazing story. There's uh, a new trend where it's abdominal etching. It's called. <laughs> I love this, man. Do we have the photo of that? We got the photo you, you of You got to see the fat guy. Six pack. You, see, you, you, take, the, uh, you take your fat, right? <laughs> and you... And look at that. So and you paint on... It's not... I think they stitch or something. I don't know exactly what they do. They mold your fat. And so... <laughs> wow, look at that! <laughs> it looks like a six so pack. So they took this fat guy, and what whatever they did with him, they molded it into a they six pack. shoved the fat up toward the... Torso. That's the same guy without without working out and uh-huh. without a diet, right? Yeah. That's incredible. That is insane, man. Now, they gave this guy a six pack who's got that bulge in his yeah. stomach. Uh huh. If it if it were Jeffy, oh boy, yeah, that would be an eighteen pack. Uh-huh. Aha. <laughs> they'd have to <laughs> they'd have to etch an eighteen pack in there because. Uh, Look at this guy. See this guy's this guy jumped in there too. And uh not, not not as good a result, but still. It's pretty good. I don't know how much this costs, and I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I just know that it looks a lot better the after than the oh before. Oh my gosh, it's cr- that's crazy. Mm. It sounds too good to be true. Well, it's not. According to an article, 
It says abdominal etching can accomplish quickly what months of sweat, cardio, and training in a gym once did. Seems that doctors basically shape your fat. <laughs> so you go to a doctor and he shapes your fat into a six pack. Oh, I want my fat to be shaped into a swan. What? I want a swan. <laughs> To make your abdominal region look like you're really super buff, uh, apparently you, they'll do that for you now. That's awesome. I want that. Yeah. That's great. No price too great. Keith, find out how you get that done. Okay. Fat etching? Should I Google fat etching? Fat etching. And uh, let's make that happen. Wow. Okay. Short of that. Or if it costs too much. Wow, this and is... if you'd really like better results and to be healthier, because <laughs> the etching thing isn't going to make you any healthier... Mm-hmm. You might turn to Riduzone because that's helped a lot of people, including from Cheryl from Texas, who told us that uh, along with her keto diet, she took Riduzone, and now she's 65 pounds lighter, which is fantastic. Way to go, Cheryl. Uh, we can all do this. Now, you might not lose 65, or you might. Either way, Riduzone gives you a really good chance, a better chance than just using your willpower alone. It contains OEA, which is a molecule that they get from, uh, from olive oil. And it's naturally present in your body, too. And it sends a signal to your brain that you're full. Riduzone strengthens that signal. It says, hey, uh, put down the fork, okay? That's what the naturally present OEA says. Riduzone helps it sound like, hey, fatso, put down the fork! Kind of like that. <laughs> you can't just etch the fat away. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, and it's not a stimulant. It's There's no caffeine in it. It's just OEA. And that's about it. Go to RidUZone.com. That's R-I-D-U. Zone.com. Get a 30-day money-back guarantee and save 30% on a three-month supply at RidUZone.com. Pat Gray. <laughs> So fat etching, yeah, what so, about it? All right, so it's called abdominal etching. Uses yeah. a new liposuction technique to create the six-pack in appearance. Anyway, plastic surgery... So it does suck fat out of your body. Yeah, so essentially oh. plastic surgeons, this is from Men's Health, um, they, they very precisely suction fat from the abdomen's superficial and deep layers to okay. accentuate a patient's natural abdominal lines. Results can be extra-defined or more smooth and round depending on preference. Uh, it doesn't say the price, but it just says it's very pricey. And then you have to uh, eat healthy. To, you have to eat healthy to uh, maintain it, okay. or else it'll just uh, Go fade away. away. <laughs> Good grief. They can etch your stomach mm-hmm. into a six pack. We will post this on Twitter at wow. Pat Unleashed if you would like I to. I wonder how pricey it is. Yeah. Mm. What, $20,000, $50,000? Let me see here. Hang on. Let me I mean, if it's five thousand, mm-hmm. that'd be worth. Is it. Is that worth it? But I then think remember, so. you have to maintain it. I think so. Cost of abdominal etching. <clears throat> and where can you get it? We'll look into that. Between as well, three thousand and ten thousand dollars. Okay, come on now. <laughs> uh, come on. Well, there's an asterisk next to the ten thousand, and yeah. it says um, prices may vary if your name is Jeff Fisher. <laughs> what is Google up to? <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. I mean, they're not miracle workers, okay? They can't, they can't perform miracles. <laughs> hence, so hence the asterisk. Right. Okay, got it. Right. <laughs> uh, if you're Jeffy, it'll cost uh, 
closer to $800 million. Wow. Uh, and the results may not be quite so good. But isn't it worth it? Because <laughs> if you can turn that into an 18-pack, the results are priceless at that point. <laughs> 888-933-93. Uh, climate change is an existential issue for humankind. Stepping up efforts to keep warm warming to globally agreed limits is urgent, according to the UN climate chief this week. Uh, he called on governments to make progress at talks in Bonn. So they're in Bonn now, talking about it. The mid-year climate negotiations are tasked with resolving outstanding issues and setting rules for the 2015 Paris Climate Accord. Patricia Espinoza, the head of the UN Climate Change Secretariat, said existing country pledges to cut planet warming emissions would heat the planet by three degrees from pre-industrial times. She said that's just not possible. Um, We are literally in a climate emergency and we're increasingly hearing that this this is the fight of our lives. (laughs) Well, yeah, because you keep trying to make it a catastrophe when it isn't. So you can say that all you want. The Paris Agreement, by the way, ratified now by 185 countries, set a goal to limit the rise in average global temperatures to well below two degrees Celsius and to strive for one and a half degrees Celsius. Now, temperatures have risen about one degree in a hundred years, but we're supposed to panic. Espinoza said, it's time that all people open their eyes to just how urgent things are. We need to get to the one and a half degree goal. But when you talk to them and you get them to really admit what Paris was all about, it was just about grandstanding and a feel-good number that's not even going to help. That <laughs> doesn't even get to the goals they, they talk about all the time. Al Gore admitted that. Well, that's true but it sets an example <laughs> I, th- I literally think that's what he said something about it setting an example or something mm-hmm. right yeah because somebody uh, was saying china or something not on board what was yeah, it here's what he said Even if all 195 nations on 194 met their targets it still wouldn't solve the problem uh, th- that is correct. Uh, however, uh, it sends however. a very powerful signal to business and uh, industry and civil okay. society uh, and countries around the world. There you go. Uh, 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 that is correct. However, <laughs> <laughs> it, it sends a powerful signal. It sends a powerful signal? Uh-huh. Hashtag powerful signal. Mm. Ridiculous. Yesterday we were talking to Greg Wrightstone about uh, about all of the lies they tell and the way they spin this issue. Um, and he was talking about the Roman warming period mm-hmm. and how you know they love to say that the warming we're experiencing now is unprecedented. You know, it was three degrees warmer in the Roman warm, warming period. Three degrees. That is crazy. That's way hotter than we are today. It, I mean, that's unbelievable. So you had the Roman warming period. Then there was the medieval warming period. 
Um, they're tr- they've been trying very hard to erase both of those periods because they want to make it look like this is the only warming period we've had in the last 5,000 years. And it just isn't. Uh, but if they can get rid of the Roman warming period and the medieval warming, mm-hmm. well, then they can make it look like the hockey stick. <laughs> like, like we're just shooting straight up now. Uh, so... It's pathetic, and it's a lie, and we'll get into this a little bit deeper coming up in a in a couple of minutes here. But um, you know what solves that though, and hopefully we can get to this too because uh, it's very important to accentuate this is that you need mm-hmm. to be drinking water out of a paper box. Okay. All oh, right. Right, like uh, <laughs> that's my favorite, Justin Trudeau. That's my favorite eco tip now. <laughs> because what did he spend? Uh, in a month? Oh, it was... $300, I think, on bottled water. $300! Uh, it's more than that, right? I don't think so. I think it was okay. 300 bucks. Okay. We'll look it up. Anyway, he wants to help the environment. Here's what uh, Justin Trudeau's, Trudeau is uh, saying now. What do you and your family do to cut back on plastics? Here it is. We, uh, okay. we have uh, recently switched recently to drinking uh, switched. water bottles out of... Water bottles. Uh, water out of... Uh, out of water. We have water bottles... Uh, out of a uh, plastic, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, no. away from plastic Not, towards but, uh, paper. Paper. Um, uh, uh-huh. Like drink box water bottles. It, it, drink box water bottles. <laughs> so good. <laughs> We've switched to plastic. Uh, not, uh, no, dr- water. No, not water. Uh, sorry. Uh, pa- sorry. Paper uh, b- box. Paper box. Drink box. box. Drink box paper <laughs> water bottles. Bottles of things that are not plastic. He sucks. <laughs> this is Pat Gray Unleashed. And well, we lead with our mistakes, as we've always said. In this case, lead with Keith's mistake. Okay. All right. It's going to uh, be fun. I mentioned the fact that Justin Trudeau spent $300 on uh, bottled water mm-hmm. in a month. Yeah. And you said, oh, I think it was more than that, wasn't it? Yeah, I challenged you, didn't I? And I told you, you don't challenge me. Okay. Don't test me. Mm-hmm. It never turns out well. Mm-hmm. And so you looked it up. How much did the Trudeau family spend on bottled water? I don't know. Why don't you month? read the headline from the news site? Trudeau there. family spent $300 on bottled water in a single month. Don't test me. Okay. You'll lose again. Yes, sir. All right. Have we learned an important lesson here? I it's a lesson so. that I learn uh, pretty so. much every other every day. day. Mm-hmm. Almost every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Amy Whatserface, maybe they're whispering. We're speaking of the Democrat candidates, Biden, Booker. They get into whisper mode. Maybe they're whispering because they're on their political deathbeds. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, from Constitutional Drunk, you can send Jeffy to Guam. Oh, wait. It might... Capsize. <laughs> Unwanted and feeble-minded? Um, no. Why does OJ still have an account, a Twitter account, after mm-hmm. threatening personal harm and threats? OJ? Cool. Crowder speaking truth? Hell no. Mm-hmm. That's right. Pretty amazing. Double standard, man. Yep. Um, also, this... Think of the first world problems you have when you're etching your stomach to hide your obesity. Isn't that the truth? (laughs) That's the beauty of this nation right there. So great and so true. 
Yes. Let me take a minute to tell you about a great book. It's called um, The Prodigal Sons of Liberty, and it's by Kenton Long. Yes. This is a if you if you love the country and and you love thrillers that also combine truth and real things, you're gonna love this one. Um, it talks. It uses the uh, the little known clause in Article Five. Mm-hmm. And that clause stands at the crossroads between America's ruin and its restoration. It's the Convention of States, which is threatening to circumvent all of Washington's corrupt elite plans. Uh, and, of course, the Washington elite are determined to maintain the status quo. Yeah. And so they use a ruthless civilian force to neutralize the threat of a convention. I love this kind of stuff. I'm not a novels kind of guy, yeah. but when it's based Me in too. cool history like then this, it's really and fun. it's very believable, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very Brad Thor-esque. Yep. Uh, really great stuff. America's last bad, best hope is in the hands of a part-time blogger, Prodigal Sons of Liberty, and the Patriot Underground. You'll follow the actions of Lance Singleton, who uh, goes all over the country to... to try to save the nation um prodigal sons of liberty written by kenton long he's been writing since he was a kid absolutely loves it had used to write with a flashlight under the covers staying up until all hours of the night hiding it from his parents uh just to get his ideas down on paper and you're gonna love this one prodigal sons of liberty it's a modern thriller by kenton long k-e-n-t-o-n Kenton Long. Available now at KentonLong.com and Amazon Books. Pat Gray Unleashed. And of course, uh, country also faces ruin from climate change, as we were telling you a few minutes ago. Climate, yeah. Ruin. Absolute ruin. ruin. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're being devastated by climate change. Devastated I think I heard somewhere... um, uh, we lost a million uh, species, right? Just in five minutes? <laughs> well, we're going to, yes. We're uh-huh. going to lose a million species. A million more, I think, is what you mean. Is that? And when was that? When was the deadline on that? It's like uh, really I think it was soon. last week. Last week, we're supposed to... <laughs> already done or already fact, gone. In fact, by the end of uh, March of 2020, there's not going to be another animal on the planet, apparently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... So the time is now at hand. It's here. Uh, you know, due to man-caused catastrophic, scientifically proven, global warming, climate change. Um, t- the moon is going to turn to blood and, you know, fish are going to swim down the streets on a sunny day. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. Here we go. We, yes. heard, it, we heard it from Al Gore. Hey, I went down to Miami and saw right. fish from the ocean fish swimming the in the streets on a sunny, on a sunny day. day. The what? same thing was true right. in Honolulu what? just two days ago. Just Wow. Swimming right down the street on a sunny day. It's incredible. <clears throat> Someone told me long ago that our SUVs have got to go. I know. Climate change is killing us. Greenland's melting. As I've said, pretty soon we'll all be dead. It's true. (laughs) And there is consensus. So, I want to know, have you ever seen the fish 
I want to know. Have you ever seen the fish swim down your streets on a sunny day? <laughs> As I've said right here before, the sun is cold, CO2 is hot. I know. It drives up our temperatures. A carbon tax is what we need. ExxonMobil just needs to bleed. Are you a climate denier, I wonder? <laughs> yes. I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish swim down your streets on a sunny day? I want to know, have you ever seen the fish? Yes, I want to know, have you ever Sing the fish swim down your streets on a sunny day. I, I'm guessing you have. That's how catastrophic this problem is. <laughs> That's bad. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Wow, that that took a long time. That it just that was the extended version. What's like a work the, of art? Le, the it's long the dance version. It's the dance version. <laughs> it's the uh, it's like the bonus track. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's it's the club mix. You're gonna <laughs> club mix. Yeah. You're gonna hear that at clubs tonight <laughs> uh, and this weekend. Uh, let's go to Ken in West Virginia. Hey Ken, you're on the blaze. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello, Ken in Ken. West Virginia. Line one, mm-hmm. West Virginia. Hello. Yes. Hello. Hi. Hi, you there? We're here. Nope, I left. Okay. Uh, the other day, you and Glenn were talking about uh, capturing cow farts in uh, glass <laughs> jars. Well, mm. why can't we use the plastic bottles that the Canadian guy's talking about, ship them to the farmers, mm-hmm. and let them capture the cow farts in the plastic bottles, and then ship that to the to the power plants and let them incinerate them, sol- solving two problems at wow. once. Wow, yeah. Getting rid of the getting rid of the plastic bottle and mm-hmm. the methane from the cow farts and also generating electricity you've done a lot of really good that thinking a, ken that's a lot of steps ken yeah a lot of a lot of really good thought there mm-hmm. in going into that <laughs> thank you appreciate it tremendous idea uh as far as i'm concerned works as well as any of these other stupid global warming things they're talking about mm-hmm. and will cost less than 93 trillion dollars I think. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think that'd be... Uh, Everybody wins, including Mother Earth. And isn't that what we always want? Yes. At the end of the day, that's yes, the solution we need right there. Whatever works for her. On these BBC, BBC shows that are all about global warming, purporting to be about showing you beautiful uh, locations on the Earth, the cinematography is incredible. Uh, they talk about the animals. They show you how this Earth functions. But it's really about global warming, and that's what they're selling. They're selling global warming on all of these programs that are on Netflix right now. And it's interesting to, to watch them and how they complain about, okay, we've lost half of the forests. We've you know, lost 24% or whatever of the ice in the, in the Arctic, on and on and on and on it goes. And then every once in a while, they'll tell you the truth. 
like miraculously, the earth has uh, healed itself. <laughs> They've talked about that with the oceans. They've talked about it with uh, the ozone layer. Uh, what was the other thing that just they said the other day? Oh, uh, the was it the jungles too that and forests how resilient they are mm. and how they bounce back even after catastrophic fires and things. I mean, it shows you that this Earth, the planet, is not fragile like they try to make us think it is. It's actually pretty darn durable. And self-healing in many, many, many ways. Yeah, and and remember the uh, oil leak in the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, the, the big um, that the was BP, the end of the world. That the was BP the oil end spill. of the world. <clears throat> you remember they they showed that uh, shot of the oil in the water from the sky, and it was I mean it stretched on for miles. How, how long did that go? How many days was that? The spill. Yeah, how long did that? I don't remember. Spew out <clears throat> of the earth. There? A long time, long time, and all that oil. Uh, was pushed out to sea, and then what happened to it? <laughs> it just went away. The earth took care of it. The ocean took care of it. I and then you never hear about it anymore. They're like they never come back and tell you. Well, the ocean just uh, uh, dissolved that. Just <clears throat> kind of made it go away somehow. I don't. I don't even know how. Exactly five months. Five months. Wow. Five months. It just spewed out of the earth into the Gulf of Mexico. You don't hear anything about it anymore. Nope. Why? Because the earth took care of it. <laughs> I got this, yo. And it, it knows how to do it because it happens all the time. Oil is always seeping into the ocean. Every day, all day. And the ocean just deals with it. It's, it's crazy. Uh, David in Illinois. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Hey. I was uh, mm. talking to Neil deGrasse Tyson a couple days ago. Oh. And he, yeah, he explained to me that the only true factual way that the sea levels will rise is if our governor of Illinois, J.B. Christopher, goes swimming in the ocean, the displacement. <laughs> Stop. Wow. <laughs> and if he's joined by Chris Christie, uh, then we got a drought in the oceans. Right. Well, you're saying? Or? or Jeffy. I mean, what if Jeffy were to wow. do a cannonball into the ocean? Then you're talking about flooding. I mean, I don't hate the planet, On a Pat. biblical scale. I didn't want to say that. I don't uh, hate the earth. Did, did he actually say that, David? Uh, David's gone. We lost him. <gasps> the lost earth. Him. The climate change yes. has gotten him. That's right. <laughs> Climate catastrophe on the phone. Uh, but, you know, there's another way that we could would save the Earth is uh, by shaming uh, each other, right? By shaming each other? Yeah, right there. That store you got right there? This? Is that it? No, that's no. not it. No, the, the, the bags right there? Right there. Yes, the Look grocery store This is shaming. how we're going to save the planet, by shaming one another into saving the planet. If uh, <clears throat> concern over the climate crisis <clears throat> or revulsion over the contamination of the food chain aren't enough to change consumers' behavior. One grocery store is hoping that another emotion might persuade people to shun plastic bags. <laughs> Customers who don't bring their own bags in to the East-West Market in Vancouver <laughs> will instead have to carry their grocery bags home in uh, their groceries home in bags that read wart ointment wholesale <laughs> or... Into the weird adult video emporium. Oh, Jeffy would be walking around in that bag with pride, man. Come on. 
So they're actually printing yes. things on the plastic bags to try to embarrass you yeah. into not not taking them out. How about I just don't go to your business That's anymore? That's exactly what I would do. Screw I just you. would never shop at your place anymore. That's an F you to these people. Yeah. I would never shop there again. David Lee Quinn, the shop's owner, insisted that the plan wasn't to embarrass customers. <clears throat> we wanted to give them something humorous. Uh-huh. But also something that made them think at the same time. It's human nature not to be not to want to be told what to do. Yeah, that's right. And so I, I don't care if you're trying to be humorous mm-hmm. or shame people. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't I'm done with your business. Would not go there. <clears throat> Absolutely not. Earlier this week, uh, of course, uh, Justin Trudeau announced plans to ban the single-use plastics. And that's not just grocery bags. That was also plastic cutlery, straws, <laughs> all plastics. Yeah. That is just, that's asinine. The solution, just uh, drink your water out of a box. <laughs> Do we, let, let's, let's yes! listen to what he said yes! one more time. We gotta, you got to hear this one, one more time from ever. Justin Trudeau. And when he's asked what his family is doing... To cut back on plastic. What do you and your family do to cut back on plastic? Mm. Uh, I love it. Here uh, we go. We have uh, recently uh-huh. switched to drinking, uh, drinking. water bottles out of uh, water, water out uh-huh. of uh, when we have water bottles uh, out of a uh, <laughs> plastic. Of a uh, plastic. Sorry, away sorry. from plastic towards uh, oh. paper. Uh-huh. Um, paper. Pa- uh, drink box water bottles. <laughs> drink box water bottles. <laughs> my, that may be my favorite clip of all time. Seriously, paper, uh, drink box, water bottles. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making this up out of my butt right now. That's, I'm just, I'm just throwing out words. Hey, let me uh, tell you, we got so many cardboard boxes in my house now because you've seen how much money my family spends on water every month. That is amazing. <laughs> So fun. So great. All right. There was a recent study in the uh, journal Cell Metabolism, which I know I don't have to tell you about because you you read Cell Metabolism and devour it like I do. I'm sure. Cover to cover. Every month, man. Is Cell Metabolism here yet? Do we have our copy of Cell Metabolism? Do you and Jackie actually (laughs) race each other to the mailbox? We do. She usually beats me there because, you know, she's home more than I am. And so she's already read it cover to cover by the time i get it and i have to kind tell her don't don't you. ruin it for yeah. me let's not talk about that right now all right <laughs> i can't hear this you know the correlation between processed foods and overeating i can't i can't listen to that right i don't now. don't ruin the surprise okay <laughs> i'll get to the article on my own time jackie so what you should be doing is ordering field of greens from Brickhouse nutrition because just one scoop of field of greens has a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Boost your immunity using antioxidants, pre and probiotics. It's just great stuff. It's real food. It's not some fakey supplement. It's not some kind of powder thing. Just take a look at the nutrition facts on the panel and you'll see. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blakes. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where blah 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 uh, tweets. Justin Trudeau is to boxed water as Caitlin Upton is to maps. <laughs> it's for sure. I think of Caitlin. 
uh-huh. every time we play that Trudeau thing. It sounds just like her. And then if you have Blaze TV, which, by the way, you can get at a bazillion percent off, roughly speaking, blazetv.com slash Pat, you got to right. see the hand motions he does while he's, like, describing, like, the shape of a bottle of water. And yes. It's just yes. so hilarious. He's drowning. And he, Literally. And his arms are just flailing all over the place, trying to keep him above water. Sorry. From Pat's Otis Facial Cream customer, thanks to Pat, I can no longer listen to 70s serious radio. Now, when the songs come on, I hear, have you ever seen the fish, <laughs> American Mormon, and paper, ba- paper box water? Oh, oh be- we got we to gotta try that's that. That's a good one. Oh. Paper box water. What? Oh, yes, please. Yeah, I got to say, mm. I get so excited when I come in here, like the show's not on, like just during the day, mm-hmm. and Pat's in here, and I hear like a karaoke type version of a song. Mm. I know. Something's I know the wheels way, maybe, are turning, maybe. Mm-hmm. and we got a new parody coming. So, uh, right. Oh, this would be good. Uh, writes, P.S. Can we hear American Mormon again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we probably can. Um, Land of the Fleek tweets, I can never get enough of Pat's parody songs. Well, thank you. That's, mm-hmm. that's very nice. And later today, I want to walk into the studio unannounced, and I want and to hear the, the karaoke version uh-huh. of Paperback Rider. <laughs> okay, that's my request. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> um. There's a Syrian man arrested in Pittsburgh on terror charges. 21-year-old Pittsburgh resident and Syrian refugee. Wait, I thought he was just... These are all good, decent, hard-working, wonderful people. Yeah, they come here for a better life. Just want a better life. Mm-hmm. That's all they want. That's the only thing they're here for. Um, he was accused of planning an attack on a Christian church on the city's north side and providing resources to ISIS. <laughs> and they arrested him for that. What? <laughs> yeah. She's, you know what it is? Uh, it's uh, homo. It's Islamophobia, not homophobia. But maybe that too. Well, I mean, he may be gay. It, it, yeah, he that. may be. And I don't if know. Yes, there's nothing wrong. with Nothing that. wrong with that. I mean, it's. In fact, it's preferable. Uh-huh. It's preferable. <laughs> yeah. um, Mustafa Musab Alawimer. Sounds like he must have originally come from Idaho. There, I think <laughs> the, the Alawimer clan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the Idaho uh, Musab Alawimers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Not to be confused with the Iowa. <laughs> no, yeah, Ala the, Wiener. right, right. Ala Wiener? What is it? It's uh, Ala Wiener. Oh, Ala Wiener, uh, like not, Ala not Wiener. Wiener. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, but he was arrested uh, yesterday based on a federal complaint charging him with one count of attempting to attempting to provide material support and resources to ISIS, and two counts of distributing information relating to an explosive, destructive device or weapon of mass destruction in relation to a plan of attack, plan to attack a church. Wow. Uh, Ola Weimer allegedly planned to bomb the Legacy International Worship Center Mm -hmm. using a weapon of mass destruction. The FBI said he thought um, he was plotting online and in person with fellow ISIS sympathizers, but they were actually... Mm -hmm. Undercover FBI. And this is Alama Wiener? Y- yes. It's not Alama Wiener. It's just Alla Wiener. Oh, Wiener. look at that. I challenged Pat again and I was wrong. And you were wrong. Corrected on the air. I thought yes. it was Alama Wiener, but no. it's Alla Wiener. I said, don't, don't test me. Right. Don't test Sorry, me. Sorry, I'm a bad move. So when Legacy International Worship, Worship Center Pastor Michael Day received a call from the FBI, he's a little overwhelmed. He said, I'm grateful nothing did happen and I'm, I'm grateful that we are able to show that God covered us and protected us, and the people are still alive. 
and the people are able to hug their children and loved ones. Yeah, and when this is all said and done, I want to know what kind of background check. I want to know the, how extensive the research was done on this guy before he was allowed to enter this country. Well, you can't do it. Why? Oh, just because he's from a Middle Eastern co- country, you want to check on his background? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he was from Idaho. <laughs> now we're changing our story here, Mr. Gray. Okay. No, he said it sounds like he comes from Idaho, oh, but he actually comes from it. Syria. I got hung up there. Sorry about that. <sighs> it doesn't, I mean, does it matter that he came from Syria? No. No, no, no. It's like it, any if, other country in the world. If he come from Idaho, then I would have been, I would yeah, have raised yeah, a suspicious eye. Because it'd be really good, a really good chance uh-huh. he was a homegrown terrorist. Uh-huh. Homegrown terrorist, yeah. <laughs> a really right. good chance. Mm-hmm. One of those lone wolves prowling around One of those in America. Lone wolves associated uh-huh. with ISIS trying to recruit other lone wolves to join <laughs> yes. his little group. That's right. <laughs> wow. It reminds me of another uh, a parody song I did back in the day. Um, uh, do you remember the story of the Syrian band that yes that did the trial run on uh, on a flight? Oh no 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 no. I think it was from Houston to Chicago. No. There were 12 people uh, from Syria, and they positioned themselves all over the plane. And the FBI said, yeah, it's just a Syrian band. That's all. It's, oh, wait. And they're flying yes. all over the country yes, 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 uh, performing. Yes. Uh, because right. you know how popular Syrian bands are in America. <laughs> you can't get enough of them. I've got every album the Syrian band ever did. I can hear the parody and so now. And so it was... We are a Syrian band. Come from a terrorist land. <laughs> We're coming to your town with a uh-huh. grenade in hand. We're uh, a Something to that effect, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that just kind of... Mm-hmm. Do I get any props on it the just fly? Flows. I did that. That right? was great. Thank you. 888 uh, 900 do, do I understand that Glenn is on the line? Oh. the Wait. Yes? The Glenn? All right. Yes, the Glenn. From Idaho? Or is he back? <laughs> That's right. All right, well, we may be talking to Glenn next. Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 9393 Let me tell you about something that could change your life if you've tried everything maybe you take you know like motrin all day every day or uh some prescription drug don't do it don't do it um try this instead or in addition and then when it works you can switch over to this it's the only thing you need relief factor now so many of us are in pain every day every single day and we spend thousands a year to combat that pain And then sometimes you just give up and say, I'm just going to have to live with it. Before you reach that conclusion, try Relief Factor. Keith did, tried Mm -hmm. it on his weird leg pain. My whelp. Uh Mm Uh-huh. And it worked. Every day. And it continues to work. I swear by it. And when you go off the Relief Factor for whatever reason, like surgeries coming up or whatever. I'm constantly trying to chop off limbs and digits. And so I'm constantly going in for surgery. They say, stop taking everything that you're on. Uh And so then for days after, during the recovery, I start to feel some pain in my leg. I'm like, ah, I'm off the Relief Factor. Get back on it. It's gone. See if it it works for you. Try a a three-week quick start. It's just $19.95. If it works, great. Order more. That's what 70% of their customers do. If it doesn't work for you after three weeks, it's not going to, and just stop using it. 
What have you lost? 20 bucks. So get your life back right now. Um, if you want a drug-free natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. That gray unleashed. Uh, joining us now uh, is mm-hmm. Glenn Beck. Uh, yeah, yeah. From, yeah, yeah. From your... Yeah, secret location, Ranch in Idaho. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. How how are you? Good. How are you? I good. mean, this would have been good. This would have been good if you would have let me sneak in on the show just real quick to say, what was that guy that that Muslim guy's name again? Uh, uh, the Muslim guy's oh, name. Alamoir. Wow. I that you mm-hmm. kind of drew a conclusion. I didn't say he was a Muslim guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> That's good point, Pat. <laughs> right. That is a yeah, Muhammad America heard yeah. the hate. Everybody from Idaho. Yeah, no, was... I am here as a song. I am here as a songwriter. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And you were talking about songs that uh, <laughs> you know you change the words. Right. We've never understood what Michael Jackson was saying when he's like, "Mama Zay, Mama Mama Yeah. He was saying that guy's name. Mustafa Masab. He's singing that guy's name. Right. You nailed it. Mustafa Masab. Allah Emir. Something like yeah, it's very close. Close, I mean, it's, it's close. Very close. You've got so close. Many he might songs. have another. Yeah, <laughs> Mustafa Masab, yeah. Allah Wimmer. Uh, maybe, yeah, maybe. It's yeah, very close. You know, why don't you? I tell you what. Close. I tell you what, on your way very back, close. Glenn. Why don't you write out some lyrics for Pat to sing along this inspirational route, mm. and let's get that done next week, huh? Now, so that that really is uh, what you were checking in for. <laughs> of course. And so that that yeah, that worked out <laughs> nicely. Only, that we went to a here break listening first. to your show. Uh, yes, I'm just sitting here like an average listener, <laughs> sure. uh-huh. listening to your show. Right. But I have the ability to say, he wants "Put to me on." <laughs> yes, you do. Okay. That's yes, what, you do. Yeah, and that's what that's <laughs> what the average listener doesn't have. But they're doing <laughs> stupid things just like I was doing. Uh-huh. That's okay? awesome. So I'm just being. I'm we, just being your average fan. Right. We just got to just hear coming your up with stupid, stupid things. Thing. Yeah. Right. And right. not not allowing the professional to do <laughs> but, it. But Glenn, 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 will you make me a promise, please? Will you please pen a song? Put pen to paper on the way back home and let's hand it off to Pat I'm when driving. we get back. I'm driving. Oh, oh, oh driving yeah. Okay. So, and oh. I'm sure you're behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. So, um, I am. It, oh, really? I am. I drove all the way. Really? I drove all the way. You up. did not drive. Stop this. Talk. You did. drove. You did not. I drove. Come on now. Yeah, I did. Seriously. I did. I drove my son and I. I drove the entire time. What states did you I go drove through? The, the whole time. I hmm? uh, went through uh, obviously Texas. Texas. Mm-hmm. Then I went then I went to uh, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Then I went to um, uh, Colorado. Mm-hmm. And then to Utah. Okay. And then Idaho. And then Idaho, yeah. Uh, wow. Right. Did you stop at that? There's hmm. a steakhouse in Amarillo. I mean, you, you stopped there and had the... Oh, there is? The great, Wait a minute. The, the great I think I'm driving... Because I'm driving home tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving... No, Saturday I'm leaving. Okay. And we got like a 12-hour trip. Yeah, it's that place that does no, this, I, I was the actually, 72-ounce mm-hmm. steak. Yeah. And you get it free I if was you eat it. Yeah. I was actually driving, and there are stretches... Uh, now, I didn't do this, and I would not recommend anybody doing this. But there are stretches of highway in Texas that you can go 151. 
<laughs> what? Wait. <laughs> now you, d- of course, hypothetically we, speaking, I, no, I didn't do that. You didn't do that. No, I didn't no. do that. That would be. That how do you know you bad. can do it then? How 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 He's did heard that? Stories. I, think I heard... saw maybe somebody do it. Oh, okay. And <laughs> you, you just know. figured out that they were going on. And I figured I, I looked at that and I went, I think that's about 151. <laughs> uh, wow, that's and uh, so I, I might be off by a, you no, know no, one one mile or something, but that's still pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's still pretty good. There's <laughs> all right. This Texas highways are great. So when are you coming back? I mean, for those people, I'm I'm coming home. Uh, uh, I'm leaving here Saturday. Or yeah, Saturday. Saturday. Picking, okay. Picking, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you'll be some, back uh, and and in time for the museum, obviously, which happens. I'm, I'm going to be back Monday, the 29th, and Monday is. Yeah. Then, have you seen? Have they started building the slave ship yet? I haven't seen the no, slave you ship. Gave it away, man. No. They're doing a slave yeah, ship. No, there's, that's cool. Oh yeah, it's we we had a uh, we had a company build a replica of a of a you know the interior of a slave ship, and I've seen it. It was it's being built off site, and then they're going to break it down and build it up in the museum. Oh, wow. But it's it's going to be really powerful. Wow, well, we got I guess. some bad news about your 1880s uh, circa 1880s wagon uh, that was out here in the middle. Um, Jeffy did uh, request a ride in it. And it, it, it will need to be it, reassembled as well. It disintegrated. So. Uh, so. <laughs> I was going to say that thing would have been knocked into <laughs> yes. dust. Yes, it would have. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why the house across the street had a little piece of that the, the board from that wagon go right through their bedroom wall. <laughs> Jeffy sat on it. Yeah, it was not pretty. Not that pretty at all. The force of that thing coming apart was ugly. <laughs> Goodbye. All right, see ya. Triple uh, eight. Mustafa Masab. Mm-hmm. I I've always wondered, Mama, is it Mama Say, Mama Sa? Oh my gosh, Masuma. Mama, I'm gonna have to look this up. Mama Say. I think people stopped trying to figure out what Michael Jackson did. After the uh, the last little documentary we got to see of him. <laughs> yeah, right. No one cares anymore. <laughs> Nobody cares anymore what exactly he was um, saying there. Well, according to Google, uh, in Lyric Find, as our source, he says, Mama say, Mama Kusa. Wait, help me sing it. Mama, mama, mama say, say, Mama, mama Sa, mama, mama, mama Kusa. Mama Kusa. Mama say, Mama Sa, Mama Kusa. Huh. All right. Sounds Weird. like rivers in North Georgia, actually. Doesn't. Uh, the same kind of names. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, neither does Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, of course. She is sticking to her claim now that the detention centers at the border are, in fact, concentration camps. Um, how long are we going to have to put up with this dolt? How long? <laughs> Seriously. I'm over it. I'm really over it with her. She has doubled down on it. Um, she, she never backs down off of these claims and here's what she said instead dhs ripped thousands of children from their parents and put them in cages with inhumane conditions they call their cells dog pounds and freezers i will never apologize for calling these camps what they are if that makes you uncomfortable fight the camps not the nomenclature yeah, shut up. Oh, somebody learned a new word. Yeah, she did. <laughs> it's pathetic. Okay, ripped. I, I love how they, every single time, that's how they describe, they ripped these children from their parents. Like, the parents handed them over to them. 
and then they were placed in a separate facility because they didn't want the parents and the children in the same place because you might have some pretty unsafe conditions right. then. And so many times it wasn't even the parents right. many, that were many, bringing many the times. kids. And we don't know who the hell these people are no. when they come across our border illegally. That's part of the problem. We don't know if they're the coyotes. We don't know if they're if they're the drug smugglers. We don't know if they're child molesters. Sex traffickers running amok down And some there. of them are, mm-hmm. actually. Some of them are sex traffickers. Uh, I'm so tired of this 29-year-old who has somehow almost taken over uh, Washington now and really kind of sort of runs it from her congressional office. It's just, it's really unbelievable. Really amazing. Meanwhile, New York County clerks are refusing to follow a new law giving driver's licenses to illegals. How about that? In New York State? New York State may have approved issuing licenses to illegals, but some county clerks are refusing to comply with that new law. Monday night, uh, Andrew Cuomo, the governor, of course, signed the bill into law, and it's scheduled to take effect in about 180 days. The new law will provide illegals without a social security number It will allow them to use foreign documents, such as passports, to obtain New York State driver's licenses. Twelve other states currently permit driver's licenses for illegals. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, But on Monday, one county clerk, Frank Marola, said, My approach is, we're not going to give these licenses to illegal immigrants. People have already violated this law by breaking into this country. And we view this bill as kind of waiving all that. Good for you. Nice. Apparently, you're breaking the law by driving illegally without a license and without insurance. And we're not going to reward that behavior here in Rensselaer County. Wow. He's not the only one. Erie County Clerk Michael Kearns insisted that he would not comply with the new law either. As I understand it, this act requires that as an agent of the Department of Motor Vehicles, I'll be compelled to give driver's licenses to illegal immigrants. I will not be granting driver's licenses to illegal immigrants. <laughs> How wow. about that? That's amazing. That is. That's, Good for them. Who, who would have thought a stand would have been made in, in the state New of New York? York. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> he said, I anticipate being sued in either event. As a result, I intend to file a declaratory action in the United States District Court challenging the law as applied to the Erie County clerk. And I request your representation in this lawsuit and in supporting the Constitution and the laws of the United States. Huh. Kern said if a federal judge compels county clerks to follow the law, we'll jump off that bridge when we come to it. Wow. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. 888 All right. Let me tell you about uh, Wax RX. This is a system to clean out your ears that was developed by physicians. And it's basically the same thing they do in in their office. You just do this in the comfort and privacy of your own home. And for a lot less money. And it's reusable. So you can do it multiple times. And it's going to save you a ton. It uh, It's physician-developed technology. Safely and effectively removes the buildup. And then soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com. Usewaxrx.com. Use the offer code RADIO when you check out, and you'll get free shipping. Usewaxrx.com. Offer code RADIO. 
Gray Unleashed. Uh, speaking of New York, New York City is becoming the first city, the first city in the United States of America to directly fund abortions. Uh, Uh, They want to be a council member uh, in New York said they want to be a beacon for the rest of the country. A beacon beacon. for death. A beacon shining from hell. (laughs) You open up the earth and that's what's shining out. Mayor de Blasio and city city council speaker Corey Johnson announced a budget agreement Friday set to be voted on this week that will allocate two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. To the New York Abortion Access Fund, okay, which called it extremely good news amid other states passing anti-abortion laws. New York just continues to get worse. It's extremely good worse. news that here in New York City, we will continue to murder babies unfettered. And we'll even help pay for it. Mm-hmm. We'll pay for it. Oh de Blasio goodness. called the move a step up for the city in a state that celebrated expanding abortion access in January. Yeah, all the way to birth. All oh. the way to all 40 weeks and, this is and for, beyond. Yeah. Meanwhile, in Texas, at the My same gosh. time that New York City is paying for these abortions, it's mm-hmm. for, for out-of-staters that are coming to kill their kid, um, Texas is passing funding for alternatives to abortion, such as adoption programs and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. if you ever want to see a a dichotomy between two states, New York, Texas, right there on abortion. My goodness. Um, Madonna has some thoughts on abortion, too, and I've just been waiting. I've been wondering. Bated breath. Yeah, I haven't heard from her in so long. When is Madonna going to sound off on the abortion thing? Because I... I'm a little confused on it, and what I need is Madonna's input, and then I'll know how to proceed from there, you know? And finally, here it is. Here, here it is. Here it is. And don't you think Jesus would um, um, agree that a woman has the right <laughs> to choose what to do with her body? Um, no. Just, I think he would be, mm-hmm. uh, he would be open to having that conversation with me. You think? Okay, so she's saying the Pope. Don't you think she would say to the Pope, don't you think that uh, Jesus would be uh, open to a, a woman doing what she wants to do with her body? And the answer, of course, is no. I, I don't think Jesus would say, yes, go ahead and, you know, get pregnant mm-hmm. um, outside the confines of marriage, presumably. And uh, and then go ahead and just kill that baby inside of you that I sent uh, to be inside of you. By the way, yeah, so, uh, don't worry about that. I was a little don't worry about that. A little bit curious of her eye patch uh, that she's sporting now. Just making sure everything's okay with her or something like that. Um, uh, That's a fashion thing. No, it's a, it's a it's her new. Um, it's an alter ego on her new album, Madam X. That's why she has the X oh, on her eye yeah. patch. Uh, yeah, she that's says good. That's she's good. a spy. She's a secret agent. She travels the world. Just sing. Shut up. Oh, she is desperate for attention. She's 60 years old now, yep. and nobody wants to hear from her anymore. Nobody cares what she's doing. Nobody wants to see her naked anymore. We didn't want to in the first place, and she insisted. And uh, we told her back then, please don't do that anymore. And she kept doing it. And and uh, nobody paid attention to it. And now she's she's screaming out again for attention. <laughs> please listen to me. Buy please. my new album. 
please. I'm I, not Madonna. I'm Madam X. I'm being outrageous. I'm changing my identity. I'm wearing an eye patch. I'm talking about Jesus wanting abortions. Right. What else do what I do have, I have to, to do here? For a little attention. <laughs> so great. Uh, and about eight people bought her latest album. Wow. About so, eight. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. More than twice as many people, 18, mm. showed up for the Eric Swalwell anti-gun rally in front of the NRA. That's right. That yes. bought a Madonna album? Yes. According oh. to my calculations, yes. <laughs> I think that's pretty accurate. I think you're right. <laughs> so funny. It's so amazing that, that anybody would think that Jesus would be on the side of killing babies. Jesus knows that these are human beings. Jesus knows that they're supposed to come to earth. Um, I don't know. There was something in the Bible about multiplying and replenishing. I don't remember the abortion clause in the Bible at all. So you might want to keep Jesus out of the discussion if you're if you're pro-choice, because that doesn't work. <laughs> that does that does not work at all. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and we have another one of these uh, colleges that are offended by. Well, everything. <laughs> I was going to say, where's this sentence going to go? Yeah, it could land anywhere. <laughs> they are offended by virtually everything. Uh, in this case, a bell that chimes on campus. <laughs> no, man. It's, the University of California, Santa Cruz, is removing a deeply painful bell. <laughs> I can't wait to see how this story ends. It's a mission bell on campus. And uh, the... The students on campus are calling it a, uh, a symbol of racism and dehumanization. Okay. These bells are deeply painful symbols that celebrate the destruction, domination, and erasure of our people. According to Valentin Lopez, chairman of the Amamutsen tribal band, they're constant reminders of the disrespect our tribe faces to this day. Um... <laughs> Okay, the mission bells were installed across the state to memorialize the California missions. Okay, the Christians coming to California and I guess converting people. Yeah. But now they're viewed as symbols of racism and dehumanization. Of course they are. What what (laughs) isn't a symbol of that? Uh, I don't know. Is there anything that's not a symbol of that? I don't think so. No, I think not now, right? Everything. Wow. Um, It's amazing. So the vice chancellor of the school said, yeah, they brought forth concerns to us about the symbolism of the bell. They spoke of the historical injustices and oppression that the bell represents to the Amamutsun indigenous population. It was such a compelling statement of impact (laughs) that I am pleased we have been able to work in partnership with them to remove the bell. Our students have also given voice to the need to remove the bell. I love it when people give voice to stuff. I do too. I because there's too. so much stuff out there that needs especially a voice. to removing things. Yeah, you know, you want to remove the statues of of Washington and Jefferson. You want to remove the bells that commemorate missions in California. And you've often said this. I mean, I, you're how, too for hum- how long? Yeah, you're too humble to actually say it on the air without prompting. But <laughs> you've often said. 
you know, we need to give voice to fill in the blank. Fill in the blank. And in this case, um, you're right there with them because those bells, those egregious bells, they're all chiming and ringing and whatnot. I've been pissed about that for so long. Right. Um, So so you have the floor now. It's finally you have an opportunity to to express yourself on what bells, how they trigger you. Exactly right. Exactly right. Mm. You know, and I mean, bells have long pissed me off. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when she stood in the doorway and I heard the mission bell and I was thinking to myself that, well, this could be heaven or this could be hell. (laughs) And then she lit up a candle and she showed me the way. And then I I heard these voices in the corridor. I I thought I heard him say, remove those deeply painful bells, would you please? And so I thought, yeah, yeah, that's what we need to do. We need to remove the deeply painful bells, uh-huh. and that's what they're doing. And that's what they're finally so, doing. So good. Um, good. When you're when you're thinking about lunch, uh-huh. right, and you, yeah. you don't even consider Taco Bell just based on just the be- fact because that it has bell in it. Bell in the name, right? Yeah. Even though it's not about a bell, that's the name, the last name of the people who own the place. Uh-huh. Uh, it doesn't so matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Text doesn't matter, it man. This doesn't. is 2019. <laughs> what are you talking about? A bell's a bell's a bell. That's for they sure. All Context. Suck. Context doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> uh, and then tomorrow, we got to get into this, because this is amazing. Not just Kirsten Gillibrand, but now Beto O'Rourke, who has a father-in-law who is wildly wealthy, is saying now that he doesn't think anyone deserves to have a billion dollars. What do you mean they don't deserve to have a billion? If they earned it, if they earned it honestly, mm-hmm. of course they deserve to have it. What do you... T- Again, that's the socialism. That's the class warfare, the the, the Marxist creep in our country. Mm-hmm. Um, it is unclear, they say, if if uh, Beto thinks his father-in-law, who's estimated to be worth $500 million, we don't know if he deserves his money or not. Uh, the Times also quoted Kirsten Gillibrand as saying, no one deserves to have a billion dollars. So this is another thing sweeping through the Democrat candidates. Ugh. Everybody's got to denounce people who have a billion dollars or more. Uh, I, I don't see him going after George Soros, though, and they seem to accept his money whenever he hands it to him. Unbelievable, man. Fair point. Unbelievable. Both O'Rourke, though, and Gillibrand have struggled to gain momentum in this uh, (laughs) primary field. O'Rourke averages less than 4%, and Gillibrand averages less than 1%. And somewhere out there... She's at about half a percent. Yeah. Somewhere out there, there is a guy named Eric Swalwell who is jealous of both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Goodness. Uh, I can't wait for the the, uh, debates, though. That's... That's going to be a lot of fun. Wednesday night, right? I believe. Uh, I think it's yes. Uh, this coming Wednesday. Less than a week. I think Wednesday and Thursday, right? Oh boy! Finally, someone will be watching MSNBC. All right, we'll be back uh, again tomorrow. Talk about these uh, anti-billionaires, and you know, there's going to be a lot more Marxism between now and then to talk about too. Share it all with you here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh-huh.